This video is intended as a non-profit work of critique and commentary. The views and opinions expressed in it belong solely to the host and the expert and are not affiliated in any way with any other source or entity. No copyright is claimed in using the material presented in this video and to the extent that material may appear to be infringed, I assert that such alleged infringement is permissible under fair use principles in United States copyright laws. If you believe material has been used in an unauthorized manner, please contact the poster. And with that said, we're good to go. So, on January 4th in the year 2014, at 11.30 p.m., the world heard what is possibly the greatest opening monologue in anime history. Boobies, boobies, boobies. From there on, the world was treated to one of the greatest artistic collaborations to ever be called anime. What up, what up? Welcome to the first installment of the Webinar. We are wasting no time in kicking things off in style by discussing the epically absurd Space Dandy. Space Dandy is an ambitious science fiction comedy anime produced by Bones under the direction of Shingo Natsume and the supervision of Shinichiro Watanabe in 2014. The series follows the misadventures of Dandy and his messy yet lovable crew across the universe as they hunt rare, unregistered aliens in between stops at the greatest restaurant ever conceived, Boobies. The anime is a veritable melting pot of animation styles and references, so much so that it almost begs to be looked at as more of a parody homage of anime as a whole. Despite the heavy borrowing of themes and tropes from other media, Space Dandy succeeds in making something entirely unique, and it does so in spectacular fashion. It accomplishes this by thumbing its nose at the traditional ideas of serialized anime, choosing instead to take every advantage possible for the sake of comedy and presenting the material in a manner that is both non-linear and linear at the same time. The choice to make the main character an obvious parody of Wayne Cochran and Elvis personifies this concept of wacky and unconventional storytelling for the sake of comedy perfectly, as who in the hell would have imagined either of these men traveling the galaxies, hunting aliens, and flirting with hot women? Awesome Japanese people, that's who. With that said, please join me in welcoming Zach with a K, our resident anime expert, as we discuss the finer points of this magnificent romp through time and space. So how you doing, Zach? Oh, I'm doing pretty well, Bill. <laughs> Fair enough, friend. So why don't you tell me how long you've been watching anime? How long, you think? Oh, I don't know. It's probably been about seven years or so now. Seven years, huh? I kind of got a late start there. A late start, but you've seen, like, what? Like, all types and stuff like that? You've seen the schoolgirl stuff, the, no. the NECA stuff? <laughs> the, no tentacle rape for you? <laughs> NECAs are kind of it. <laughs> But like you've seen everything else though, right? Like the, the fantasy, the the. Yeah, I've seen a lot of it. Seen a lot of it. Alrighty, cool. Well, so to start with, to give people a background on your particular taste in anime, what would you say your favorite anime is? Oh, uh, I don't know. Probably Serial Experiments Lane. Serial Experiments Lane. Fair enough, huh? Make yeah, of that what you one. will, for sure. <laughs> But, uh, okay, cool. Um, what, what about number two? If you had to pick a second anime you're familiar with. Oof. You know, I never... Never thought about it? <laughs> I never went that far. Really? 
Are there a lot Probably of... Probably psychopaths. Psychopaths. A respectable choice, in my opinion, for sure. So, with that out of the way, that gives the, the, the audience a, the kind of, at least a small picture of what your personal taste is like. So we can all be on the same page as far as, you know, what to expect here. And, uh, personally, uh, you know, I'm into the Mecca stuff, and I'm a dirty heathen, and I absolutely love the dubs, because <laughs> I hate to read. Me too. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. So, but, you know, this particular anime we have here, though, is good in both instances. It's one of those that translated really well, apparently. Because looking at the, reading the sub and watching the dub, you can see that the, you know, there's a lot of cohesion between the two. But anyway, um, so as far as, like, how many times do you think you've actually watched this anime? Oh, probably at least five or six. At least five or six? I bet you it's more than that. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I might have fallen asleep to it a few times. <laughs> right, fair enough. <laughs> uh, I definitely watched this quite a bit in preparation for this as well. So, Either way, uh, also, this is our lovely tech assistant right here, my kitty cat. She'll be uh, kind of <laughs> like filling in all the, the technical issues and fixing things around and doing cat stuff like she's supposed to. So, anyway... Uh, so, what do you think? Is this anime a parody, an homage, or both? What do you think? I don't know. I probably think it's both. You think it's both? No, why, why would you say that? Because there are some episodes that are more serious than others. I mean, what? Do you think more, more episodes have a much more comedic tone? Yeah. So you'd say there's like a balance between parody and homage? Yeah, definitely. So that seems fair. I would agree with you there for sure. They, they do a lot to even sometimes in certain episodes. You know they, they go through this thing where, you know the characters are playing it super super straight, but like you're dying laughing <laughs> at the same time. You know what I mean? So like, they do a, a good job of balancing, at least in in my opinion. So that's a fun thing. So is there is there anything in particular about the? Like, is there any parody in particular that stands out to you? Definitely the Michael Jackson one. <laughs> the, 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 the Threads episode? Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. So, right, and the, the break dancing and the crotch grabbing, it's all there, man. Like, every, all the bells and whistles are right there. Oh, it's For great. sure. Yeah, and if you look at the Japanese version of it, like, you actually don't have, like, the Michael Jackson thing going on there. Really? Like, that was Let's only see, the dub. I, I guess it just, it's, it's so... It's so over the top in the dub that, like, there just is no more room in my mind to remember what it is in the sub, you know what I mean? Like, it's just so, so over the top ridiculous. And there you go. For the dirty heathens that like dubs better than subs, we at least get that in this anime. And you guys miss out on that if you just watch the subs. But yeah, that, that's cool. What about, what, what do you think your favorite homage from the series was? You don't know? <laughs> So, like, the homage would be more like the, like, the loving, like, nod, you know what I mean? Like, where they're like, oh. Oh, um, yeah, I got you. Probably. <laughs> loving. Like a loving tribute. Yeah, it's like, it's like paying tribute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more like a, like, we like this, so we're going to, we're going to try our hand at it. Like, for instance, I'll give you my favorite example of my homage to give you a better uh, reference point, right? So, um, in, in particular, I really liked how the episode with the fish, where, where they had to go catch the legendary fish, 
like that animes that animation style is really like prevalent in some types of comics and stuff like some mangas and stuff and the way that they integrated that i think is a really nice homage to that style of animation <laughs> do you see what i mean by yeah. my homage if you can't think of one, we can just move on. Yeah. It's fine. All right, fair enough. Just forget about that part. I mean, I think if from, from remembering conversations I've had with you in the past, I think you like the, the Night of the Living Dead homage, even though <clears throat> it's a little too on the nose and how hard it makes fun of the, the trope. <laughs> yeah. Because it sort of destroys that trope <laughs> yeah. all the way, and we'll definitely be talking about that a little later on for sure. So, yeah, <clears throat> like, that pretty much covers that one. So... It's non-linear and linear at the same time as far as its plot is concerned, right? Like, do you know what I mean by that when I say that? Yeah, they like Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Sure. Right, yeah, they, <laughs> they, have, they have broken up things in, a, in such a way that it's, it's an anthology of stories that tells a cohesive story at the same time, which is really, you know, brain-fucky. So that's kind of a thing that's going to happen. So do you think it's better this way than like the other way of just having it either linear or non-linear? Do you think the mixing of the two is a good thing for the anime? Oh yeah, I think it definitely is because like you don't even realize like there's like a real story there until like right. the very end and then all of a sudden like all these episodes like connect in with this thing that's been going on the whole time. Right, and then you're like, wait a minute. Did you guys just backdoor a plot on me? What the hell are you guys doing here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's, uh, I, think, I think you're right. And it, in a lot of ways, it really helps this anime, like, stand out as far as in, like, the, you know, the, the, uh, the current era, or the, at least the contemporary era to 2020, because it's, what, 2014? Only six years old or so? So, you know, it's not that old. It's still pretty contemporary within the last 10 years, and... As far as stuff I can think of, man, there's really not a lot that beats it that's been out in that same time frame. So, yeah, it's definitely one of the best releases in the last decade. Right, for sure. And I think this is part of the reason why, because you know they just jump all over the place and they're like, well, we're gonna do whatever the hell we want, <laughs> and somehow still sneak a story in on you assholes. <laughs> Thanks for watching our anime. <laughs> Come back next time. <laughs> P.S. There's no season two. <laughs> Definitely one of the best right. anime or ever made. season three since they do the 12 episode stuff now. Yeah, it's, it's up there. And that linear and non-linear thing definitely has a lot to do with how, you know, how, how the story is portrayed and how it kind of sneaks in on you. Because at first you're like, well, this is utter nonsense. What the <laughs> hell's going on in this anime? And then by the end you're like, wait a minute, what? Like that all happened just like that? For real? Wait a minute. There was a plot going on here? <laughs> I was definitely hooked on it. First time I seen right, it. same. And I just like enjoyed the, the stories and figured, okay, cool, this is like this anthology anime where none of it's linear at all. And it doesn't make any sense, but whatever, it's fun. Alright, cool. And then whoops. Turns out it's been linear and nonlinear the whole time. And if you go back and watch the episodes, you know, you'll see a lot of like the like the leading up to like uh foreshadowings, you know, that they like to do so much in, in, in this anime. But anyway, now that we've uh, now that we talked about that, um, so <laughs> so there's obviously no matter how you slice it, even if your definition of fan service is way over the top or <laughs> way under, this anime has fan service for everybody. I don't care what your definition of it is. 
on every level, they go as far to the fucking max as they have to, and they play it, like, as subtly as they have to. They take every punch they can with fan service. Like, and to give you some examples, like, I don't think I need to tell you how many times you, we see tits, like, drawn in, like, a perfect, like, <laughs> a perfect titty, like, drawing shape. You know what I mean? They do, they do boob shadows. They do all the fucking <laughs> titty jiggle physics and all of that good stuff. They know their audience as far as men are concerned. And they even know what's going on with the women because they have the subtle, like, super crazy, like, oh, my God, he's tall, smart, cute. Oh, my God, he has stars coming yeah, off his face, like Prince Racer guy. Yeah, like the perfect <laughs> boyfriend guy. And then they have, in the high school episode, like these super crazy, like buff, like masculine ripped dudes <laughs> and shit, too. So like, I don't care what your definition of fan service is. This anime checks that box for you on some <laughs> fucking level, for real. It doesn't matter if it's like the bent over shot of the, the waitress while she's at the thing and you can see like the outline <laughs> of all of her lady parts like you know it is what it is but anyway so do you think in doing that in trying to make the fan service like equal to everyone do you think they went too far do you think there's too much fan service in this oh definitely not i mean there's you don't think so? definitely way worse out right now <laughs> <laughs> and in the past in the past for sure uh, anime's got a dark history like when uh, when they accidentally pull all the cosmic strings and then they go to the movies and it's all dudes. Mm-hmm. They do like a full on like nut shot from the back. <laughs> right, the back of balls. Yeah. The waiters. <laughs> right. Oh god. So they make it equal for everybody and you still <laughs> So they do a back of balls <laughs> shot of a waiter in like an alternate bizarro universe boobies and you don't think that there's too much fans boobies. Right. <laughs> it's so bad. But it's so good. At the same time I love how much <laughs> they they just go far as hell with it. But still, man, like it's it's funny as fuck to think that because check this out, we have an anime that has fan service all over it, and you're just like, eh, whatever. It's definitely not too much. And you know what's <laughs> fucked up? You know what's really fucked up though? I agree with you. <laughs> I think they somehow they they managed to check all these boxes with all this fan service, but like the wacky nature and the the just the sheer like you know uh, irreverence for how like anime is supposed to work as in structure is concerned kind of like disarms you to that so you're like whatever this anime is gonna be ridiculous so it just kind of seems to fit like perfectly with everything that it is that over-the-top fan service <laughs> but it's not at the same time because it has plot but it doesn't have plot and it has titty but not too much titty so <laughs> this is here and there. yeah it's just it just they they figured out how to balance everything it's like somebody figured out the formula and they were like wait a minute he looks like <laughs> elvis and he flies through space. All right, we got a story here, boys. Let's just balance the titty, and we're good. <laughs> like, for real. Like, pretty much. That is what this is. Space and time, Elvis, because he's cause Pionium, right? Yeah, I wonder how many hair products it takes to get your hair to look like that. I don't know, man. If we could dig up, you know, Wayne Cochran, man, we, we could figure it out for <laughs> sure, because he definitely knew. And if, for the fans out there who don't know who Wayne Cochran is, do that Google machine, and you will, uh, you're going to be shocked when you see that man. <laughs> but anyway, he uh, he was he was pimping back then. He was crushing them. But um, so now that we got that out of the way, uh, so at the end, uh, or wait, yeah. Anyway, so now speaking of fan service, uh, would you bang the octopus bitches from episode twenty four? Twenty four. Yeah. Do you want visual proof or visual reference really quick? Yeah. All right. Cool. So I think it's like right here because it's like toward the beginning. 
Yep, right there. Oh, Bang. Yeah. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> Those fucking sexy ass <laughs> octopus bitches. I would fucking put a hurting on them. Well, they have a regular arms and regular legs. I mean, look, dude, just take a look. Like, I, I think they show like a a shot of them like afterward because they're just like, look at what we made. Look, uh. <laughs> so I mean, tentacles. yeah. So it's kind of like. All right, man, take it. Sit back down so we can talk about this. <laughs> so I can get your fucking reactions on camera. God damn, dude. I mean, the way they draw them is just ridiculous. <laughs> they... Speaking of fan service, would you bang the octopus bitches? Ooh, I don't know about that. Them suction cups look scary. Oh, yeah? <laughs> really? Like, I mean, like, look, man, again, they knew exactly what the fuck they were doing when they drew these things right yeah, here. Yeah, like, does that have... To, are those bones there? Like, at what point does it turn from bone to, like, tentacle? That's a good question, <laughs> and I think that question really is where my answer hinges personally. <laughs> but like to be quite frank with you, I mean, it looks like the bone goes until like if you look at the at the the pink one over here, it looks like the bone kind of goes and then like it, it the knee happens and then like there's like a like another like thigh and then it turns <laughs> into a tentacle. So it's like basically as close as you could be to human octopus hybrid. Strangely disturbing. I know, right? But like at the same time, like it's like strange arousing. <laughs> like it's just like, wait a minute. Like they knew exactly what they were doing with like the facial expressions, the like look, she has giant green titties and like all there is is just like a like some clamshells there. But yeah, man, like I don't know. I think like even still, like with all the stuff, I think I'd I'd take down one of these octopus bitches for sure. <laughs> I would. I'd at least give it a shot, just because I mean, like, what a fun story to tell your friends. But all right. So Dandy is offered godhood, but turns it down because he can't go to boobies. Relatable? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> you don't think so? <laughs> so you wouldn't. You would. You would take godhood if somebody offered it to you. <laughs> Would you? Well, no, I mean, I guess if I had to pick, I'd just go to boobies. you just go to boobies? The other one sounds like a lot more responsibility. Uh, <laughs> not, maybe. How do you know? What does godhood really entail? You know, do we, could we really, I mean, not to get, like, super deep or anything, but, like, like do we really know what godhood entails? <laughs> it wasn't just for boobies. Nah, I mean, no, that's, more that's that. no, I swear to God, that's why. Like that's that's why he's like you know what I would do it but I can't go to boobies anymore so sorry you're just gonna have to keep your god like you want to watch it real fast like we can yeah but he's just like saying that because this is acting tough so you think he's just saying that then yeah all right maybe I mean maybe in the character I could see his character like maybe doing that sure but I don't know man I don't, I think he's I think he's being like honest as the day is long because <laughs> I mean he's a he's addicted to the place man he's like. He just lives in boobies, and I mean, not a bad place to live, really. I mean, there are way worse places you could live. Oh, I hope the food is good there. <laughs> Probably not, if it's like like the thing it's based off of in real life, which you know is that thing that has thing that has something to do with an owl, I guess. I don't, I don't really know. But anyway, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think if if somebody offered me godhood, I think I would take it. And, like, I don't know if we would all have a good time or not after I got my hands on Godhood, but 
I know I would try to fix some things for sure. And my idea oh, of fix no. is some idea is some people's idea of break, so you know, take that what you will. I feel like I would end up like uh like like on some crazy like Aphrodite shit where I was just like the god of fertility. Just doing crazy shit and running around naked. Anyway. So speaking of God, what are your thoughts on the narrator being God <laughs> and like completely outing himself as God? It's definitely pretty crazy the first time you watch it because you sit through this whole thing and then it turns out like the narrator actually was like the one running the whole show the whole time. Right. <laughs> and that like, you know, he's basically like holding our hand and taking us along the journey as he watches Dandy and, and is judging him basically of whether or not he wants to have him take over the, the actual reins of being God, which is pretty goddamn interesting, no? Like, I mean, like... For, like, how often do animes, like, do this kind of shit, where they're like, well, look, this is one thing, but actually, whoops, there's this thing that's happening in the background the entire time that we're about to smash you on the head with at the end of this episode, <laughs> and be like, whoops, guess what, that guy, that dumb, ridiculous, like, wonky, like, narrator guy the whole time, yeah, that's God. And blindsides you and right. it's definitely one of my favorite characters too right no and he's amazing like everything about him like i might have said he sounds dumb and wonky but like he is on point he he does what he's supposed to fucking do you know what i mean he shows up and he does his goddamn job dude you gotta <laughs> respect him for it and it's perfect like the way they play it again this is one of the few instances where the i would argue with anybody that the dub is superior to the sub <laughs> for sure Oh, no. I, I mean, I don't care, man. Like, <laughs> fucking potatoes are in the oven, bitch. Come at me. We'll talk about it. I'm happy about it. I'm happy let's to talk debate. About some potatoes here. Right? Let's fucking get into the meat and potatoes of this argument. We'll have some fun with it. But, you know, it's just, it's just such a weird juxtaposition and just such a strange way to be like, well, yeah, this anime is not serious at all. You know what I mean? Like, this is just some horse shit where the, the narrator is way over the top and all the shit that this guy you does is ridiculous. The right, they break the fourth wall and talk to each other and, and like, then all of a sudden it turns out, what, well, you know, eh, there was a plot here the whole time and that was actually God, bro. So, you know, whoops. And the way they slip it in on you is really sneaky. Very, it, it, just, it just shows how well written and like well yeah, planned this is right yeah well i think i think the i think the anime was born as an idea and then the manga happened i think i'm pretty sure anyway yeah. could be wrong and uh if not if i'm wrong we'll edit it out if not we're gonna leave that shit in <laughs> <laughs> anyway um, <clears throat> but no like the and, it, and it's cool to see like them just like all right, you know, Shinichiro Watanabe just gets together with a bunch of people at Bones, and, like, the production team at Bones must have been like, here is everybody we have. Make the most ridiculous thing you want to make, Shinichiro Watanabe. And he was just like, oh, okay, I can do that, no problem. They just push this fucking button, and here's this amazing anime that uses music in his trademark style to, you know, evoke those emotions like he did in Cowboy Bebop and other animes past. It changed my life. Right, and and then he, he he wraps it up in this absurdity that is actually really not all that absurd at the same time, and it's just every it's everything and it's nothing, and it's 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 this and it's that, it's it's black and it's white, it's hot and it's cold, it's whatever <laughs> it's whatever else Katy Perry says in that song, like it's whatever else, like all of it, and somehow they done did everything, 
think it might go up and down too. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's there it is. And yes and no, you know, in and out. <laughs> up and in. Wrong, wrong and it's right. <laughs> anyway, I don't want to. I don't want to think about Katy Perry. Even though my shirt is the color of her hair, usually. So you know, like, what animes do you think this one compares to? Oh, it's pretty obvious. It's Cowboy Bebop. Right, I mean, fair the enough. Same guy for that and everything too. Right, yeah. <laughs> Watanabe's project, and it, yeah, they're like Spike and and Dandy have some some pretty similar tropes. They're the like the thin, good-looking badass guy, but Dandy kind of plays the badass mm -hmm. guy part up in his own mind, and he's really only a badass in his own mind, and then. Since he's got like incredible luck, he gets the win when he needs to get the win in a, in his whatever way he can get the win. But he's not as good of a fighter as Spike, but the the outcome is the same. You know what I mean? So and they both look good as far as like the the traditional sense of like a Japanese man, and and in this sense the American man, since since Dandy is the 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 love child of Elvis and Wayne Cochran, <laughs> which is what a great idea too. I mean. Yeah, they're both smooth operators. Right. One is oh, a little for more sure. Successful. Right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, I mean, Wayne Cochran in his day was very, very famous as well. Just hard to get on Elvis's level of fame, man. Like, that's like you know, like hey, yo, he, you know, he wasn't as good as Michael Jordan. <laughs> like, how many people were though? Like, you know what I mean? Like, maybe, maybe one or two, three, maybe. But you know, even still. So I would I would say that you're right about that. That Cowboy Bebop is probably the biggest comparison. I mean, you know, beyond the uh, the outright direct reference of having that fucking fridge on the on the junk planet and having the the yeah. monsters from Toys in the Attic jump out and having Mirror Mirror eat them. So that's that's pretty cool. Definite like direct nod to the series. But also, you could almost say that it. It, it reminds you a lot of every other anime because of how it pokes fun and prods and you know pulls apart the tropes of anime and sort of plays with them to make what it wants to make yeah which is touches about everything right <laughs> and it, it's which is amazing like you really you can kind of just look at this anime and it, again it checks all the boxes all of the boxes if you like some kind of anime but not all kinds of anime <laughs> like there's an episode of Space Dandy that's good enough for you, for sure, in a lot of ways. Oh, there's got to be one. I mean, you could hate it. Right. I mean, like, I mean, I'm sure there are people that don't like it, for sure, but, like, who cares what those people say? <laughs> but anyway, even if, even if those people don't really like it, like, you know, they're just really missing out. More, more, more Space and Dandy enjoyment for us, right? So, it just, I don't know, man. It's just, it's, and it doesn't, like... Sometimes when animes like this get made, like, they get, like, smarmy or, like, really, like, pretentious and, like, go way overboard and take themselves way too seriously or not seriously enough, and it ruins the plot, you know what I mean? Like, there's animes that do that a lot. This anime both takes itself seriously and doesn't exactly when and when it doesn't need to. It's just... It's just like somehow there was some like Shinichiro Watanabe is like just this crazy taxi driver that somehow does all the most dangerous shit but pulls off the route and gets you to where you need to be without damaging the cab at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's just like at the wheel like, all right, we turn here, we turn there, all right, cool. 
Yeah, the zombie episode, yeah. sweet. We're taking hard fucking get on the freeway, goddamn it. We're staying on this one. Everybody's zombies now. Yeah, right now. And now we're taking this like yeah. the whole half of the episode into like what it would be like to extend that. Yeah, they let you know it's a comedy. Yeah, like right then and there. But at the same time, and then like then there's the sadness with the dog and, and shit, you know? Like, oh, and there's we can't that. talk about that one. And we're gonna have to eventually. <laughs> it's part of the thing. But like, you know, it just it's just a marvelous anime and like since this is going to be like the first episode that we do this, please don't think that like we're just a bunch of like f super fanboys who love everything we watch because there's some shitty stuff coming down the pipe maybe next time. <laughs> just to give you guys a, a juxtaposition of what it's like to see a good review and what it's like to see a bad review. So, but uh, with that, let's, let's, uh, let's segue into like uh, the specific episode questions, right? And speaking of the, the, the George Romero reference fest, how do you feel about episode four's handling of the zombie theme? Well, I think it was awesome, especially since all these shows out today right now. Like, zombies have been, like, a really popular thing. Like, everybody's watching zombie stuff. And, and so, like, they kind of take it and, like, make it a comedy. <laughs> right, and, and what specifically about, like, it do you think that... Like, so, I guess what I'm trying to ask is, like, what do you think that they do specifically that makes it such an effective comedy? I think. <laughs> so that they flip it on its head, you think that that makes it such an effective comedy? Yogurt, everybody's zombies now. Fair enough. And I think... <laughs> like, hey, maybe it won't be so bad. And like, zombies. I think kind of... Right. And I think kind of what you're trying <laughs> to say is that they sort of deconstruct it. And they're like, all right, cool. This has been done to hell and back. What if yeah. we are just? What if we just blow this off and don't really take it seriously? Lactic acid bacteria. Right. <laughs> well, what if? And they're just like, well, what if we don't take it seriously, but we still take it super seriously, and make it and take it like to the rack the rest of the episode, <laughs> where we're we're following all these logical trains and having all these conclusions happen. And it was about the third or fourth time Dandy died. How the fuck if I know, man? Who knows? <laughs> Pionium, that's just my answer for everything because that's how this plot works. Dude. Oh, how do they time travel? Pionium, <laughs> hand wavium, as they call it. So, right, and like, uh, like, what is were there any other specific things that you thought about it that were funny? Like, as far as the like the execution of the deconstruction, like how everybody basically dies. Everybody, again, right? Like, yeah, this is not even the first time it's happened. Right. That's so like, like once a, again, everybody's killed off, and then you have to reset button. Right, and it's and just like a, like an every a thing. Right, and the everybody dies scenario. <laughs> one of the one of the one offshoots of the multiverse <laughs> thing that's happening here, where everybody dies because Mermamir couldn't keep his hand out of a cage, and he got bit by a zombie uh -oh, alien thing. Yeah, sure. That's what it is. You're right. Uh, Pionium. <laughs> that's what his name is. Because <laughs> that's all you need to, to make a plot happen. A crazy backwards, alright, whoops. Guess there's whoops, a plot here. Yeah, guess there's a <laughs> plot here after all kind of shit. So, I guess that, that pretty much, I mean, is there anything else you want to say about the zombie episode? I mean, big shout outs to the direct, straight up, like, <laughs> shot of George Romero's, like, yep. Night of the Living Dead shit. Yeah, just in case you didn't notice. Right, yeah, like, just in case, like, you, you did not know where, how much the, these people liked George A. Romero's stuff. The reckless mercenaries, right. man. 
Like they were great. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like the stereotype of like every time any bad guy Dylan tries right. to like hire people and yep. they're just like flooded. <laughs> I'm gonna pay money to these guys, these terrible, these evil looking reckless people, right? Who will kill anybody <laughs> and anything to kill that thing. And it's so it great. So much stuff right? too. And they all become fucking zombies and it's just it's a beautiful time, man. Just like such a good like idea. So for... just open your mind and think about accepting zombieism. Right. And then they, they send the guys the like at the very, very end, they play <laughs> the conclusion out so far out that Dandy collects his own life insurance policy and then and then to conclude that one more time and to take that to a next level, Dandy collects his life insurance policy and then the insurance companies decide to start, you know, stop like the payments and start cutting their costs by sending a sniper out to kill these these people to to stop them from what is it? What is it? Capping their losses or capping their benefits? Yeah, That's they're putting a cap in their. Benefits. He's got to put a cap in their benefits. One of the greatest jokes ever. Right, and then and great social commentary, <laughs> and then the guy that goes out to get to do all the killing becomes a fucking zombie, and then bites the people at the insurance office and then there's no more people trying to get the zombies for <laughs> and it just, just keeps chill. going they just keep it's just a bunch of and thens like all right well they get the zombie and then oh, this and then down, this yeah. and then this <laughs> and then this and then this and they just take it so fucking far it's magnificent it is just and you right when you think it's too much, you're like, all right, no, this is perfect. Like, <laughs> all right, it's funny again. Jesus Christ. It's really masterful how they do that kind of shit. Especially in this anime. It just somehow it has everything. Even four-dimensional girlfriends and shit. Because <laughs> we all need a four-dimensional girlfriend. And yeah, or a two-dimensional one. <laughs> right, some people have two-dimensional girlfriends. And some people have uh, three-dimensional girlfriends that are pillows. Conceptual girlfriends. <laughs> right, anime, anime girls. <laughs> anyway, um, speaking of cool shit, how cool was that acid trip of a visit to Planet Planta? <laughs> yeah, they tried really hard on that name. You think, right? Ooh, yeah. yeah, that was a big stretch there. Right, they, they really <laughs> worked their brain to get the name for that one. But it, you know, it wasn't, don't you think, like, uh, like, like, the animation styles throughout that episode were very, like, well done? Yeah, they always, like, you know, from time to time, like, they do something where, like, the style kind of changes. Like, it's not always the same style. Sometimes, right. Sometimes, like, it's, like, different. Right, it is a very, almost sometimes, like, a drastic difference of animation styles throughout that one. And they use that contrast, like, so well to make it just so trippy. Oh, and if anybody, if anybody out there listening to this has never done LSD, let me just go <laughs> ahead and confirm for you that, that looking at that episode is pretty much what it's like to do LSD. Like, it ain't far off, man. It really ain't. They knew exactly what they were doing when they made that episode. Somebody who had done LSD was in that writer's room, for sure. Can they do that? But okay. What do you mean? Is, is it okay to do that? Do what? Write about things on LSD? <laughs> I mean, I know people that might have done that before. <laughs> Not to name names or anything. But, um, yeah, I think that they did a great job of not only mixing that in, but, like, the, what is it, the, the, the compound nine or whatever the hell it is that they go in there and get. The, the actual, like, um, the fungus thing in the center of the planet yeah. that's causing that. Even that, like, that whole, like, sequence with them floating on the, the amoebas to get there and shit. 
just visually stunning and like just stuff that you know you ha like you just you know stuff that you wouldn't think would be in a in a cartoon even though it's anime and this is like one of those cases where you really couldn't look at this as any kind of like from an artistic perspective and say that this is just a cartoon you know what <laughs> i mean like this is a work of art oh, man that's so much more. this this thing like space dandy in particular is just super super artistic and way over the top it's just like they were just like all right it's like if they gave they they pulled Beethoven aside one day and they were just like, all right, here's a team of people to write music and create music with. Here's a bunch of money to do what you want. Go out and do it. Because that's basically what we got here. Like Shinichiro Watanabe is definitely like an artist when it comes to this kind of shit. So to just kind of set him up with a literal team of people and be like, yo, do what you want. <laughs> we don't give a damn, baby. Make it happen. Right. <laughs> and right. this is what we got. I mean, again, it's like it's like it's a gift from the well, and it's like it's like okay, people that we can count on to be good aren't always consistently good and don't always come up with consistently good ideas. You know what I mean? But this is one of those instances where apparently you can take Shinichiro Watanabe to the bank and just cash him out a check and have him make you an anime, <laughs> and it's gonna be good. Because, like, I ain't never seen the dude. I mean, I think I've seen everything he's done, too. And, like, if not everything, most of it. And, like, everything is good. Like, it's on that level of anything he had He had a hand in directing. Great. So, like, you know, and this is just proof forever in history. I don't care what anybody say. I don't give a damn what your mama says. <laughs> Shinichiro Watanabe can make a motherfucking anime. For sure. And yeah. not only... And do exactly what he wants. Exactly. Because what the hell is this nonsense? You know what I mean? He makes an anime about a plant planet where these giant, weird, strange planets or plants start walking around and talking. They almost kill Dandy, but they realize he's actually like sentient and he's not just like <laughs> some ridiculous piece of food that they found. And then he goes to the center of this planet and finds this giant like like trippy acid like piece of like fungus that's got this like alternating reality gem in the center of it. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, who the hell thinks of this stuff? Like, I mean, obviously, again, they had, like, an entire team of awesomeness around this man. And we got, we got shit like Planet Planta. It <laughs> yeah. might have a stupid and, like, trite name and really easily and, like, low rent, you know what I mean? Like, low-hanging fruit kind of a name. <laughs> but, like, what happens on that motherfucker? Like, there's some crazy shit that happens on that dull-ass name of a planet, you know what I mean? And then, oh, my God. <laughs> right? <laughs> then that's, I'm gonna go with like Pionium is what that compound nine or I don't think that's quite what its name is. Or, no, I'm pretty sure it's like compound nine. Is it like or yeah. it's like it's like element nine or something like that? Anyway, we don't know what it is for sure. <laughs> Pionium. Pionium for sure. So now we're gonna move on to how about that Groundhog Day on Cat Planet? Episode. Definitely the best parody. That <laughs> is like the number one. I want is great. And seeing that, <laughs> and I would say again that I think I think that that's more of an homage. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's an yeah, homage, one hundred percent, to like to Groundhog's Day, the movie. And I mean, obviously, like I wonder what Bill Murray thinks, or if Bill Murray even knows that there's a fucking movie. <laughs> that's or, yeah, or, or an anime <laughs> that made it that made a cat version of his movie or, or probably not even his movie somebody else probably wrote it 
But, you know, it's just funny to think about that that's a real thing and that exists. Let's <laughs> talk about that cat planet that exists. Oh, my God. And, like, beetle, <laughs> Beetlejuiceans and shit in general. Like, nine cats per family. Right, man. And, like, just the... And, like, the, the way that... Billion. The way that they all look. <laughs> it's... It's, it's like, adorable and it's horrifying at the same <laughs> fucking time. Like, it's, it's rather impressive. Once again, just juxtaposing whatever the hell they want against each other. And they're like, look, we have these cute, adorable cat people who are also somewhat weird and horrifying looking. Yeah, if I seen that in real life, I'd probably run. Yeah, right, man. I mean, fair <laughs> enough. I mean, I don't care how attractive they try to make the girl in the bar look. Like, I'm just like, ew, what the... F like, am I watching They Live with cats? Like, what the hell is this? But, you know, it's still a good episode. They did a good job of hammering home the amusing stupidity of the, of the crew and really making it stand out and eventually having them come to some realization that, well, guess what? Pionium was the credit or the culprit once again. You know, the narrator had to help them in that one. I right. Believe. Once again, God had to sort it out <laughs> for him. Because, you know, just leave it to God. God will sort it out. But anyway, definitely a good episode in a lot of ways and there's a lot of stuff a lot of stuff in that particular episode that goes through you know just goes through hell and back just to make make you like feel for meow 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 or meow meow or whatever however the hell you say his name the cat dude. He's not a cat. The perverted cat guy that <laughs> looks at like, like hardcore porn magazines, like for sure, while Stacks children are around. Amazon boxes. Right, just like <sighs> buying porn all the time, never leaving his room. No, he's not a cat. Yeah, he's a Beetlejuiceian. Yeah. Let's talk about like, would you like to see a, a, a like a, a continuance of the story of Space Dandy? I don't think it's good where it's at. I mean, internet, like, what, a solid 24 or 26? 24, I think. Pretty sure. Yeah, that's pretty solid. I like it when they don't go too long with it. And I, I, you know what, man, like, I'm, traditionally, I'm a person that, like, always wants more from things that are good. Like, I'm just never <laughs> kind of, I just have, like, a, a problem becoming satisfied with things that are good. And then once, once I get satisfied, I don't want to fuck with it ever, ever again. It's weird. And, like... Even still, for me, I think you're right. I would like to see it, just personally, because of who I am. Like, it would be cool to see more adventures in the multiverse with Dandy, because they could definitely take it, like, Rick and Morty oh, yeah. style, and just be like, guess what, <laughs> bitches? We're doing, like, six seasons of this shit. Which one, which one has crazier monsters? Oh, probably. The they're on par. We, and, you know, we can talk <laughs> about that in a second, too. But, like, I think that this is perfect. Like, this is one of... One of the few times in my life I will ever really say perfect when it comes to like a work of art or like something like this. This is one of the few things I think in the history of like art and media, as far as like anime is concerned, you would be hard pressed to find anything that's better than this, like for real. Yeah, it's definitely a standout. Yeah, dude. Like, I haven't seen I, anything come out for a while. I mean, this one just right, and it's so deep, it's so interlaced and interconnected, like Rick and Morty is. It, it hits you with sneaky-ass plots that have been building the whole time in front of your face that you didn't realize, like Rick and Morty sometimes. So, you know, it has that parody, but I feel like instead of, like, going down the path that Rick and Morty went down, specifically where, like, 
you know, the first two seasons are, like, really, really awesome. And then the demand for, like, the third season, like, was just so crazy and, like, so, like, raw. you know what I mean? That, like... Give us more. I think that it pushed... I think, personally, that it pushed that, that team of people to just kind of be like, all right, well, we're going to take the bar down a little bit here. Where it, it, like, it's, it kind of brought the, the quality of the show down, I think. So, like, all that pressure put on them was, like, a lot. So... This is kind of like a tale of, of two things to, to light to when we'll use this as a way to segue into talking about the similarities. But they started, Rick and Morty and Space Dandy started off in similar spots, but they took completely different paths. You see what I mean? Where like Rick and Morty went off to becoming serialized, and I think it eventually brought down the quality of the show. Whereas this, they got in, did their, did their full 24 to 12 season. Style yep. of anime, they got in, knocked the people, knocked the motherfuckers <laughs> out, took the money, got out of there, and ain't never been seen Gone. since, right? And and you're just like, you know what? That was a bad son of a bitch right there. They just walked <laughs> in that door. That was great. Like, okay, cool, you know. And it's one of the few times where it's a good piece of media that leaves you satisfied and not necessarily wanting more. So it's kind of weird, man. It's just it's such a strange a strangely good anime and it just like it again they done they they fucked around and done did it man they they knew exactly what they were doing and if i had money and i wanted to make an anime i would be hiring shinichiro watanabe to direct that <laughs> motherfucker for real i would just make be like right. hey i'm just gonna just hire him to whatever right he wants. no and i'd be like hey anybody and i would get everybody together on the first day for a staff meeting <laughs> and i would have shinichiro like right up there at the front and i would point at him and i would say you see this man you listen to everything that this man says to you, and you fucking do it. All right? I don't give Brand a damn. You think you think that he's talking to you when he talks to you? No, it's me talking to you. I'm paying the bills. Listen to this man. He knows what it is. He will lead you to the promised land. Don't backtalk him. Listen to Mr. Watanabe, and we're all going to make money and have bitches. It's all good. For real. And, like... I just think he's so capable, but like in any in any rate, like the the similarities to Rick and Morty are like just unending. I think, like you're right as far as like the diversity of like monsters. You know what I mean? That you see, they both definitely yeah. do like a great job of that. Where like the aliens really look like aliens. They look like some old crazy shit that yeah, you you your there. mom, your brother, your cousin, <laughs> your sister. Ain't nobody ever thought about nothing quite like that until you saw it on that screen. It's like that kind of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like in that ballpark. So, you know, it's... Uh, I hate movie reptile monster. Right. <laughs> when they do, and, and like the, the the giant booby monster and shit, too. That's yeah. Like, it's like, it's a changeling. Like, come the hell on. Like, the and the, and the crazy, like, vagina face monsters that he talks to right before the booby monster. <laughs> like, I mean, good God. Like, the the... The the, uh, the sexual imagery is pretty heavy in this one, and again, uh, they're just knocking it out of the park and just being like, hey man, you like your subtle sexual innuendos, boss? We got you covered. Here's a whole fucking episode. And then they're like, hey, even if you don't like the subtle shit, guess what? Giant titty monster. <laughs> Giant titty monster. <laughs> no subtlety at all. <laughs> Hammer over the back of the head. You like titties, motherfucker? All right, cool. Here's a giant titty monster. Oh, no, not to that. Too many, too right, many yeah. teeth. Oh, God, so many teeth. Right, yeah. And then the, uh, too, many, uh, too many Attack on Titan references, for sure, in that episode. But still. 1,500 teeth. And that's just, but that still fits in with the whole, like, you know, theme of having diverse planets that they go to. 
the flora and fauna of those planets are very, very alien-like, very non-Earth-like shit. And they do a great job of it. It's like, like, how do they know, you know? Like, how do they know how to be so alien about how they portray these things? Obviously, aliens wrote Space Dandy. Obviously. <laughs> but anyway, back to reality. The, uh, it, you know, it's just definitely impressive. And, like, you know, they, they do the multiverse thing a lot like Rick and Morty does. Although, I mean, what, there's not really, like, any old drunken man like persona to be around oh really i guess there isn't huh i mean so there's the the um the tentacle one the tentacle one yeah with the girl and like the tentacles made them like switch places with like a stuffed animal oh you mean like her her father like gen the the gen Gen 2 and girls like grandpa yeah, yeah, fair enough, I guess. So, no, they got that. But I mean, like, I mean, like, long term, like, in comparison to, like, Rick and Morty, there's no, like, a long term character like that. Yeah, that's usually something. I guess, I guess, like, crazy. those <laughs> elements, I guess those elements are kind of, like, in. You can find elements of that character in Mirror Mirror and, and uh, Dandy. So, you know, I guess the bases are covered in that regard. But, like, but there's still, like, you kind of have, like, the same, the same personality kind of exists in QT and Morty. Like, they're very, from my perspective anyway, very similar characters, at least in the beginning before Morty kind of took the red pill and was like, all right, I can't be an innocent kid anymore. I've seen too much science <laughs> shit, you know what I mean? So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Morty, Morty, a young, uh, young, fair-skinned, uh, innocent Morty, but with auto-tune, basically, <laughs> and with a cleaning fetish and a fetish for coffee makers. But, uh, yeah, even still, though, man, they take every punch, they pull every fucking stop out, and they're just like, look, we're gonna do everything we want, we're gonna make fun of your anime, and then, like, five seconds later, we're gonna turn around and praise it, and make some awesome thing that's, like, an homage to your anime. They just done did everything, man. It's amazing. It really is. It really... And as far as, like, other things, I feel like... There are like some some like Twin Peaks style like like story elements going on here. Like I wouldn't say it's all super super esoteric like Twin Peaks is because you really don't get a lot of exposition in Twin Peaks like about anything. Even if you buy oh, those yeah, they don't tell you Even that. if you buy those books, man, like I mean, I have all the, all the books. You get like you get like exposition in the form of a question that makes you ask and think about things and want more exposition. Like it's just like this fucking feedback loop that David Lynch figured out how to do. And they don't really do that. They kind of, like, subtly smack you with that shit that makes you think for a while. You don't even realize it's happening. And then this is an anime that also gets, I think, is better on the second watch through because then you can kind of see, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, all the connections. Look at that. That was right in front of my fucking face <laughs> yeah, the whole time. The end there. Wow, look at this. So it, you know, it... It's like, that's how he died 400 times. <laughs> right, yeah. Flying through God, God was just testing him, okay? Have faith <laughs> in God. God, God was narrating his, his entire existence across all of infinity and judging him to be the next God while he masqueraded amongst big-titty tentacle girls. Definitely one of the best pompadours in anime. There's definitely a lot out there. Yeah, yeah, very true. But his is... His does, I would say as a lot of the pompadours in anime 
don't do the White Knight of Soul, Wayne Cochran's Pompadour, <laughs> any justice. I don't want heart shaped. Except for Dandies. Dandies is like the good boy of the Pompadours in anime history. Like it does, it does Wayne Cochran justice. Wayne Cochran rolls over in his grave every time another anime character with a pompadour is made. But <laughs> Wayne Cochran sat up and applauded when they made Space Dandy, for sure. He was just like, hell yeah. It's me and Elvis. Fuck yeah, dude. So, <laughs> and like the, the social commentary, too, in a lot of these episodes is fun. Like the high school episode has a lot of like social commentary. The episode with um, the kid, the murder, the, the trial has a lot of fucking hilarious, like, social commentary. Oh, yeah, that's like, like a parody of, like, every right. old court movie ever, Right, but they, <laughs> but, they, but they also mix it with the, uh, with, like, the new age, like, uh, like social media craze and shit with, like, the kid, <laughs> right, on Twitter or whatever. The, the Twonger. T- Twonger, right? <laughs> whatever uh, it is, I think you're right. No. Twinger. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure, but Twitter. like, yeah, sure. I mean, it may as well be with all the boobs in this anime, but you know, definitely no complaints here. I'm not, that's not me complaining. So like, you know, it just, it's just so strange. Like when things like this happen, when the stars align and something just kind of comes out of a man's mind and it turns into this, incredible luscious work of art by all of these different people it's really impressive man like really is like yeah i even being any kind of stickler if i was trying to be the biggest ass in the world there would probably still be one episode that i just could not help but laugh at or could not help but enjoy and like get into the characters you know what i mean like they just do yeah, such you're, a good you're talking job about the high school musical one oh, right. except for that one. Oh, that's the best one <laughs> all right man i love your irony but like the, <laughs> oh my God, like, I mean, I, I, you know, spoiler alert, like I think High School Musical is a giant pile of shit anyway. Yeah, it's as really a, hard to watch in too, because then you can actually right. hear the words they're saying. I, I'm not talking about that specific episode <laughs> of Space Dandy. I mean like the trope, the set of movies, the real set of movies. Yes, I'm talking shit to the people who wrote and directed all the High School Musicals. Your shit sucks. You could do better. <laughs> You sold your soul for some high school like dollars. Shame on you and your Disney people. Anyway, oh, I'm gonna get off my soapbox now. <laughs> but like, I think what they did with it in this is more deconstruction than than actual like, um, you know, than like an actual like they were trying to play it straight because they they blow out the absurdity in that episode like so much. And to say that to say that something blows out absurdity in an episode of anime is pretty redundant, but I mean, they take it further than regular anime does, right? I mean, like, the costumes, the fucking, like, the, yeah, it's just, it's just, and it's, it's great. I hate it in the sense that it's High School Musical, but I fucking love it because it's an episode of Space Dandy. You know (laughs) what I mean? Like, it's like that. That's a little cringy to sit through. Yeah, it's, I mean, definitely, if you're gonna, if you're gonna have a watch through of this anime, like, that's number one priority for skips. If you're looking to skip anything, yeah, you can just forget about that episode if you want. <laughs> in fact, the anime oh, would gosh. benefit greatly, I think, from it. But and it somehow still doesn't suffer from it. You know what I mean? Like somehow they done figured it out. That's so, booty. Right. Booty, booty, booty. Just titty and booty, 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 rocking everywhere. <laughs> Back of ball shots and 
crot, uh, uh, female crotch shots where they show like the legit outline of everything of all the lady bits. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, again, no complaints, man. I ain't saying shit, but like. If you want fan service for anybody, whatever gender you are or aren't, you can find oh, it here. Fine, yeah, you can find it here. You can find it. Space Dandy's got you covered. Hmm. With loving and open arms. <laughs> In a way beyond what you thought you wanted. <laughs> but, you know, like... I don't know, man. And, and they... Somehow, like, you know... Somehow, every now and then, like, things like this come along, but... I can't wait to, like, to think about, like, how this will stand in the test of time, like, and I would be curious to see, like, you know, where a lot of people rate this, like, people like you who have seen a lot of anime, like, where they would rate this, like, even if people who hate generally, like, newer animes, I think, would find this particularly appealing, like yourself. You're a jaded old head, <laughs> okay. and you're and you're so into the you know you're so into the no, I'm not. like the like the older stuff like the golden age of it. Oh, you're you're getting you're getting into that get off my lawn with your terrible young anime <laughs> phase. But don't worry, man, I'm right there with you. I'm telling them I'm I'm on the sidewalk, not even letting them get close to the lawn, son. Like yeah, yeah, I, I don't like really most of them. Like out. I likes my <laughs> anime like bloody and gory and shit. Like I like the mystery. Right, and that's cool too, right? I mean, I'm with that. I just like, I mean, God, with the, like, with the high school stuff, like, we get it, Japan. You like high school? We get it. I hated high school. I mean, high school was alright. It, it was what it was, but you know, either way, like, great masterpiece, work of art, stand the test of time for sure. Like, there's not really, in my opinion, not many animes that even come close. And in fact, I would say this is arguably my favorite anime like that I've ever seen. I don't know about you. Yeah, I'd definitely put it in top ten. For real, I mean, I'm saying top three for top sure. Three, like I would maybe, go that far. I would. Three. You know me, man. I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not a guy that. who likes commitments and shit. <laughs> but like, I would commit to a top three for Space Dandy. Like I would. I would. I would put a ring on that, <laughs> for sure, and just kind of deal with it if it drugged me through the divorce courts. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, it's definitely worth watching and rewatching. For sure. Uh, four and a half. And it's it's again somehow they've they done did all of the stuff that they wanted to and that's rewatch of I've seen so, it five or six times probably more. I don't know. I mean like I said three I think lost, myself. I four count, I think. This, this last time before <laughs> we did this, it was like my fourth time. But you know, like to, I pre ordered this before it even came out. I remember like three months. Yep, I, no man, remember you gave me the money to do it on Amazon. For sure, for sure. Ready. Yep, good times, man. Back in the back when we were always watching like anime, like all day. But like, you know, it's and I mean, like again, you gotta say like how how impressive it is. I mean, you really just gotta give give credit to the, like the all of the team that put time into this and you know did all of this stuff. Like it just just blows your mind. I can't imagine a world without Dandy. <laughs> right, like, and we didn't even know we needed it as bad as yeah. we did. We did, damn I, it. I understand what it means to be dandy now. <laughs> right, to be gone. <laughs> Thank you, Shinichiro Watanabe, for, for making dandy. But, you know, in a lot of ways, like, I think another another big... Com it's, it's basically like you said earlier, you know, Cowboy Bebop. It's like Cowboy Bebop and Rick and Morty. And then, like, with a sprinkle and a spice of, like, Twin Peaks in there for the story. Because <laughs> they kind of backdoor you on some crazy shit. And it's like some heavy crazy shit and like how about like like oh just just like 
all of the references, man. Like, just... Like, we could probably sit here for, like, the next, like, three, four hours and just sit here and talk about all the references that are in Space Dandy. Oh, yeah, there's everything. I mean, like, from, like, the top of the conceptual heap, from, like, the episode theme to, like, some conversations and shit that happens. (laughs) Right. Oh, man, and there's always Mecha. And again, like, I would say, again, if you... If you, right, if you like anime of any kind, Space Dandy is for you, for sure. Like, on on any level. Even if you, you know, you don't like some types of anime, it's cool, man. Space Dandy's got you. Right, yeah, because it's oh okay, so yeah. Well, and and true, you. and what's crazy that that's that's another really good point. Like, <laughs> a lot of anime, I think, falls short of like having the comedy translate. You know what I mean? From one language to another, where like there are things in Japanese like writing that we just can't get because of the translation like gap. You know what I mean? And it's the same thing for us in English when speaking in Japanese. Like, we can't always convey our humor to them when translating it to their language, you know? Right. And this this is just like, pfft, that's a problem? I don't think that's a problem, bitch. No, it, this is hilarious. Problem. Yeah, like, unobjectively, like, or, obje- I'm sorry, objectively, this is funny. Like, you don't even, you don't even, it doesn't even matter what you have, what kind of sense of humor you have. There is, on some level, this is not only it's going to make you, it's going to service you as a fan, and it's gonna make you laugh at the same time, and it's gonna deliver like a great story and a fun, like a, just a fun narrative. And while we're while we're talking about how good it is, like because we've we've been doing it the whole time, let's talk about the music. Like, like, oh, like, awesome. how about like I know you you're you're particularly fond of the end the ending theme, right? Yeah. What specifically? Tell me, tell me exact, tell me what specifically you like about it. Saxophone, <laughs> violence. Violence is nice. No, yeah. violence. Oh, okay. I thought you said violence. Violence. <laughs> Cheapy violence. <laughs> but there is lots of violence, which is good. But yeah, no, and, and, you know, you're right. I think, like, to piggyback off of what you said, that song does a great job of mixing, like, new technology with old instruments because there's lots of, like, electronica shit going on in that song in the beginning. And then it kind of just morphs into this, like, real classical shit with saxophones and violins at the end right. and the, the 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 vocals are very non-traditional as well the very you know her delivery of the singing is very rapid fire almost like a rap song but she's still singing it and it's in japanese which you know rap started in english so yeah. it's weird to hear japanese people rap singing in a song that has like keyboards that turns into violins and saxophones so it's definitely it's yeah, a cool song. Right, it's a cool song, but I will have to say that it it falls prey to the one word rule. That is, is that there's always one word in English that they didn't translate that just sounds terrible when the Japanese person sings it. <laughs> it falls prey to that in specific things, I must say that. But the opening song is one of the very few like actual examples that i could personally think of in all of anime music where it's just a banger start to finish <laughs> like it ain't that yeah. opening song i don't have to skip that nah man like and in fact i get hype as fuck when that song comes on i'm like yeah son i fucking love this yeah. song everybody come on and shit you know what i mean like let's do Dandy it time. man that song is just so fucking awesome it is a fucking 100% legitimate banger, son. I don't yeah, give a fuck. I, I really like the music they throw in. 
right. episodes, like sometimes right. they'll have their own different songs, and then right. they'll go like with the full electronic. Right. And I really enjoy those too. And uh, to be honest, I hate auto tune. I really don't like it, but I think what they like as a as a rule, as far as like how it sounds, I don't really like the sound personally. But I think you know it, they somehow didn't really go too far overboard with QT. And there's a song or two where they have auto tune vocals along in like with the, some of the episodes and shit. And I think they still did a good job of, again, balancing. And I, there's even a Japanese rap song in that shit, right? There's a, I, I swear I remember it. I forget which episode it is, but there's a, there's a rap song where, where dudes are in Japanese trying to, trying to rap and stuff. And I think it sounds ridiculous, but in a good way. <laughs> I'm with it. I don't know what the hell they're talking about because I don't speak Japanese, but all right, cool. Like, it sounds at least all right. It sounds like a rap song. <laughs> so I can't fault them for trying at least. But, you know, you're right. Like, uh, the, you know, the music they use for transitions, the, the, the feelings that, those music, that the music that they use invokes, and Shinichiro Watanabe yeah, yeah. is famous for that. I mean, oh, like, yeah, everything he's ever done makes right. a soundtrack. Right, for sure. That's, like, a key, like, element. Yeah. And I think, like, that, that helps him. He uses that to, like, help him tell the story and shit. Yeah, it definitely makes a difference. Because right. I think he does most Samurai Shamblu, too, right? Mm -hmm. I think you're right. about with that, and that's kind of got, like, same Right, like, right. There's all sorts of music. And, I mean, looking at... You can just... Look at the episode titles for most of the Cowboy Bebop episodes, and there's literally yeah, a style of music that they focus on in that episode, even, which is amazing. Yeah. And that's one of the cool things about Bebop that, you know, another episode, another day, another time, for sure. <laughs> but, you know, it's just hard to talk about this particular anime without bringing that up because, you know, it's obviously like a stepping stone to this. And, I mean, so would you say then that you think... Do you think that Space Dandy is better than Cowboy Bebop? That's the real question. No. You don't think so? No. Fair enough. No, Cowboy Bebop's a it legend. Is, it is still superior? No. Fair enough. You know maybe, what? Maybe it's just a curse because it's a comedy. The comedy. Uh, but I like, still say Cowboy Bebop's uh, better. You know, and... <laughs> uh, and see, I don't know if I, I, I... I think I have to agree with you. Like, as much as I want to love... Space Dandy, and I, as much as I do love Space Dandy deeply, like, I just don't know if it surpasses Bebop. I think you're right, man. Like, it really just... I mean, I mean, so that was... Um, fair <laughs> enough. I mean, what about Serial fucking Experiments Lane? That's a weird one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, that's the only I'll one. Because that, that's your favorite. I didn't that hear Cowboy one, Bebop, yeah. but when I asked you what your second one was, you were like, I don't know, man. Well, Lane is a legend in its own way. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, I know you like it a lot. Number two, I can't remember the dude's name, but he did a few animes in the 90s, and they were all weird like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> weird is good, generally, especially for anime. But, like, you know, and I think I think you're right. I think... Oh, I think uh, peak stuff because it's right, like, right. Like, and, like, and, you know, again, and, I, I mean, and maybe we'll do episodes <laughs> on those in the future, for sure. I'm definitely open to it. But And I think that, like, it's back to the Cowboy Bebop comparison. Like, I think that, like, I think you're right, and that Cowboy Bebop is superior to this. I don't think it's by a whole lot, but at the same time, I think that both of these are works of art, and I think that they're both sort of, like, Space Dandy doesn't really try to be everything while trying to be everything, and it succeeds in paying homage and making fun of everything while trying to do all of that. 
Cowboy Bebop ain't trying to do shit but its own thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cowboy Bebop, they play it straight the whole time, most of the time, unless there's comedic relief in some instances, but like played straight as fuck. And when the shit hits the fan, when it gets when it gets vicious, right? <laughs> it gets vicious. And like they don't they don't fuck around. Like after he Wait, shows up <laughs> right. And well and after he shows up, like after Vicious shows up, man, they ain't playing no more games. Like motherfuckers' heads are getting cut off and shit. Like like there might have been a cute dog and shit like earlier, and we might have been having fun yeah, with some crazy girl boy thing hacker eating a space mutant thing. But you know they're still getting pretty serious, so they they play yeah. it a lot more straight. <laughs> so it's like just a whole different kind of tone. They're just kind of like different animals, but yeah, still good yeah, animals. Dandy wins in the hair department for sure. <laughs> I mean, I like Spike's hair and all. Yeah, that. no, but you're right. Spike's hair is kind of just yeah. Spike's hair is kind of just like. It does what it needs to do, and Dandy's hair steals the show. So I'm like, <laughs> you, 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 you honestly think that like, like I would say that Perfectly like when, crafted. right, that when like Dandy has all of his like stuff in his hair, all of his product in his hair, he could headbutt a motherfucker and break a neck with that, with that, you know what I mean? With the pompadour, <laughs> he would just crack a motherfucker. His greatest weapon. Right. <laughs> but you know, it is what it is, dude. What, what else can you say about it? I mean, it's just a, it's, it's a good. Very good. Many, many goods would recommend for sure. Oh, yeah. I think if you like anime at all, you should watch it. Yeah, I mean, like, not even just, like, should watch it, motherfucker, but you, like, owe it to you yourself. You watch it. Yeah, you, like, you really can't consider yourself, like, any kind of, like, anime fan on any level if you've never mm-hmm. even seen at least one episode of this. Like, for real, I'm calling you out if you've never watched <laughs> this. Like, you think you're an anime fan, but you ain't seen Space Dandy? You're, you're fucking yourself up, really. I mean, it's just embarrassing at that point, man, because, like, it's just like, it's just like being like, well, you know, like, I'm really into pasta, but I'm not going to mess with any chicken Alfredo. Wow. Like, why would you even do that to man. yourself, right? Right? Doesn't that make you see, like, why would you do that? Why would you be like, I really like pasta, but I don't want to try one of the best pasta combinations ever? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like the same thing. Like, here we have one of the, obviously, one of the greatest animes ever, and it, it doesn't take it it takes itself seriously and doesn't take itself seriously and it's just everything and nothing and it's just it's great there's something for everybody they may have made like formulaically speaking this might be like the perfect anime the perfect anime it you know doesn't what I mean? exist right it's not supposed to exist like <laughs> it it's might. not supposed to try to do this much and succeed so well at everything you know and that's the thing that just kind of blows my mind about it like from a like a major like you know like end of the day kind of take about it they set out to do so much and i guarantee you there have been studios that set out to do the same type of shit as this but imploded because of just like the sheer amount of demand for all the shit that it would take to do this you know what i mean like like to write this to to put all of this together oh, to at least a couple of years. Oh my god, to craft the music and like everything else. Like it's from what I could tell, there's not much on the internet about how it all came together. Like as far as I understand it, Bones the Bones studio was just like, yo, Shinichiro, here's some money, come make it happen. <laughs> and you know, things probably just gathered steam as Shinichiro Watanabe was like, look at everything I can do. All of this magical crazy shit, Pionium, ooh. ooh. And we're like, oh, right. It's like that meme. It's like that meme with the gentleman. We need to make a better anime. And it's like money. And then money, <laughs> money with Shinichiro Watanabe. And then all the guys are like, 
Damn, that works. <laughs> and you know, again, man, like I said, I I don't think it's it's cool because we're kind of we're setting the bar pretty high here to start off with, which is nice. And in a lot of ways, we can you know we can use this as a measuring stick to, to for everything else. Like I feel like everything else we do after this, I'm be like, yeah, but it's not as good as Space Dandy. Yeah, no, it's like <laughs> yeah, right. the best ever. It is a standard. It is a fucking standard. Yeah. You know, like when a song is so goddamn good that it's everybody that, plays it. Cat. I mean, it's not, it's not actually a cat, but, like, you know, we all know it's a cat. It's a cat, but it isn't a cat. See what I mean? It is, but it isn't. It's everything and nothing. Like, <laughs> Space Dandy is God, but no, he's not God because he wants to go to boobies. Never mind that. I would rather go to some... Restaurant. Yeah, it's got a vacuum cleaner that has auto tune. <laughs> right. It's just magical. And he has a friend that has a giant gun cannon. I don't give a shit, man. That that robot he has Le is Lego a, Mecca. It, no, Lego it ain't no robots. Lego. It's <laughs> it is it is fucking Kai Shiden's fucking gun cannon from the original Mobile Suit Gundam. Oh, no, just you gotta look under there. Like, it's literally like the bottom of a Lego. And like something, right. Something well, no, it lo yeah, it's built like a Lego, right? It's, there's that reference, but I'm t I showed you, I showed you before, and in the, in, and at the end, I'll put, it, I'll put pictures up in this video right now as we're talking, like, you know, right here even, like, that shows, like, a comparison between gun cannon and this Mac that we're talking yeah, we about, I showed you right, like, right, 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 right where somewhere. Zach's pointing, <laughs> and like I showed you earlier, like before we did this, like weeks ago, like how similar Gun Cannon looks. It is like it is exactly the same, and like I'm surprised like Bandai didn't or Bandai Namco didn't uh, come after them for it. Even the Mecca has a pompadour, right? Of course, because <laughs> why not? Why the fuck? And it, and it, you know, it has its own canoe and. It's own like you know surfboard and shit. <laughs> Dandy is like somehow, Dandy somehow has like this. I'm broke all the time, but guess what, bitch? I got all this awesome <laughs> gear, and I'm lucky as fuck. And like yeah, every time, right? Every time. Well, when he and when he's not lucky, he dies. <laughs> yeah. So like that's basically. Dude, it. Do we have a death count? Can, can get I don't. You know. Too? How many times that, did he die like on screen? <laughs> let's count. So let's count. We have. I can't. I don't know if I can think of them all right the now. The first. The first. The first episode. Yeah. Is, is death. Man, I think you're right. Zombie. Uh. The yeah. Can we assume he dies when he surfboards out in space? Because I feel like he's not going to survive that. I mean, maybe not. But maybe <laughs> I don't he's. Think there's oxygen I, hard to say. What 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 happens after you tell God, Nah, son, I'm good. Well, this is earlier, like, you, you oh, surfboard right. away from a planet, like, in space, well, you just go through space on a surfboard, like, I don't, I don't right. think you can breathe that. And, like, like, and so like what about, right, right, maybe, and, and, and to add to that confusion, what about the, the one, the, one of the early episodes where it says the end, where he sees, like, space, or Buddha, Buddha space standing. Oh, the race, yeah. So, right, yeah, where he, yeah, where he yeah, slams. Into that the, as a death too. Right, because I think because that's he the afterlife. Removed from the universe he, uh, he was currently he's, in. He, uh, <laughs> he rammed into the back of that prince at the seventh space velocity. <laughs> And I don't know. I don't. And yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care who you are. You take any look at that prince's face, and he's having a good time. He's enjoying himself. It was an incredible moment. Apparently, <laughs> I mean, because Pionium and like seventh space velocity sounds like it's pretty fast too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, right? Is that faster? Like, are we going faster? Am I at this point? I don't know anymore. I don't know. 
I have no earthly idea like what that really is. <laughs> but it sounds great and it sounds nice and science fiction-y, right? Like so it's mm -hmm. it's pretty perfect as far as that's concerned. But you know what, man? Like again, they they knew what they were doing, like on every level they you can just tell that this is like planned on every level, you know what I mean? Like they just do so much. Like they put so much fucking thought into this. And they were like, you know what, we can use this episode to make fun of this kind of anime, and it's going to be fucking perfect, you guys. Yeah, yeah. They slipped that high school one in pretty late, too, so yeah. you think you're going to get away with it. Right. Like, nope, they hit you with it. Right. Well, like it's, you thought. Right, psych, motherfucker. But yeah, no, it's like, it's the, it's like the, the Hot Springs episode, like... Like, one thing I can think of oh, in, in specific... No, I don't... Th well, I think they, they... But they do the beach thing, right? Which is essentially the same yeah. thing. Don't they do that in the high school episode, the beach thing? Probably. Yeah, I think they have, like... <laughs> that's the, part of the yeah, idea I, I'm pretty sure that's where that happens. But, like... Like, it reminds me of, like, Outlaw Star, right? Because in that anime, like, I think the Hot Springs episode, if I'm not mistaken, it's, like, almost at the very end. It's, like, toward the end of it. I could be... I might be thinking of another anime, but I'm pretty sure in Outlaw Star, it's, like toward the end like maybe on the, the second half of the the first, the only season for it and you know it's this it's really not like a crazy like over the top like amazing like hideo kojima story type of shit <laughs> oh, you know what no, I mean? i've actually haven't seen it before like it ain't like that but <laughs> it's 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 all right it's cool and they play most of it like straight uh gene starwind is the main character and he's kind of this like wise cracking dude and you know they play it all straight and then all of a sudden kaplow here's this fucking hot springs episode bitch oh, man, you gotta have it I mean, apparently, That's why man. Money. I mean, we, I, right? I mean, and 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 yeah, here, and here at the webinar, we got to deal. We deal in <laughs> truth. Like this is what we talk about here at the webinar. So, like, it ain't really like a thing. And you're right, man. Fan service pays the fucking bills. It really does. I mean, look at JRPGs for. Oh, since no, time memorial. Move more than like movies in real life, you like, mean, especially not, in anime. That's you mean dead or alive, like like. We're talking about yeah, that yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Dead or alive beach ball. Like, wait, I didn't know they were supposed to jiggle that much. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to the people that made dead or alive beach ball that knew they were selling <laughs> free softcore porno to kids. Shout out to y'all. Y'all, y'all knew what it was. Y'all knew how to make some money. I gotta, this is what's wrong with this generation. I gotta, yeah, I gotta give it. You, you, you created a generation of dudes who fuck body pillows. <laughs> I gotta give it up to you. <laughs> but you know, space dandy though, good stuff. I mean, is there anything you particularly want to say about it? Is there any any closing thoughts? Yes. So I feel like that's a, <laughs> that's a good, a nice closing thought, concise. Really got your point yes. across. <laughs> Kitty and ass. Auto tune robots, especially. I think. So, so then you're so, so Zach with a K, the world famous, world renowned, such anime expert. Yes, I told totally him what I'm talking about. His takeaway. So the <laughs> so you heard it here, folks. A motherfucking expert <laughs> says that the best takeaways from Space Dandy are what again? Ass and. Boobies. And auto-tuned robots. And auto-tuned robots, you, you yeah. Forgot, you forgot that quick. Yep, auto-tuned vacuum cleaners. <laughs> so, so you got fucking ass, boobs, and auto-tuned robots. And that's, <laughs> that's your final takeaway. That's the, the, the full-on breakdown from the expert. Yeah, that's pretty much what it's all about. I mean, yeah. can't disagree, playa. <laughs> so, and personally, again, you know, I think, 
if you didn't, if you weren't listening earlier in the video, I think my thoughts are pretty clear on how good Space Dandy is. Like, obviously, if Space Dandy was a pretty girl, I would probably be married to it and be getting screwed over in divorce court right now oh, because I would be wow. that blind to its bullshit. <laughs> but you know, that's how much I love Space Dandy. Sure, baby girl, take my money. <laughs> Come get it, Shinichiro Watanabe. You want more of my money, Shinichiro Watanabe? Keep making anime, all right? You heard it, son. <laughs> I give it a 4.56 out of 10. 5. Okay. <laughs> a 4 point, so, oh, and, and that'll, be, that'll be on the screen, too. Rating 4.56, flashing with exclamation points. And I'll give it a, <laughs> I'll give it a 27 out of 30. Sounds good. Because it's... <laughs> you know, it's not, it's as perfect as you can get. Those man. actually aren't based on anything. I just made those up, but we're, well, that's, we're that's, that's exactly how we good. do it, man. That's, that's what we do. I just pulled 27 out of 30 out of my ass, too, so whatever. Yeah, but no, it's me. still an accurate, it's, it's, it's an it. accurate assessment. But yeah, <laughs> go buy it, pay those people some money. Shameless plug. Right, go pay those people some money. <laughs> we ain't getting paid nothing. We just love the anime that much. And P.S., if we didn't like the anime, we would tell you to flush it down the toilet. Stay tuned for that. Because we might be doing some <laughs> shitty, shitty anime in the in the future, and boy, I can't wait! I can't wait to lather up that shit sandwich with some butter and choke it down. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> that's gonna be rough. But all right, this has been uh, the first episode of the webinar, and uh, hopefully, you stick with us next time. And uh, with that, thanks for watching, and K bye. Bye.